This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hello, everyone. It's Christoph Trapp, the authentic storyteller. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Business Storytelling Podcast. So today I want to talk about nurture email campaigns. And I love email. I think it works. Um, Using people's brands works for your business so use people's name but every once in a while somebody missteps so here's an example that i ran across um, a while back and i won't share who it was or where it happened but this is a real example so i get this email from a ceo of a company and it's clearly a nurture campaign it's right before a conference hey christoph Looking forward to seeing you at this conference. Myself and my team, we are there, and we're there to answer your questions and help you with whatever the problem is the company tries to solve. So far, so good. I get plenty of those emails, sometimes too many. This one, actually, you know, I I remembered the name. I remembered the company. So they did something right, or they sent it to me at the right time. So far, so good. I moved on with my life. And I arrived at the conference, and it just happens that I'm in a group of people, and this CEO is in my group conversation. And guess what? I recognized the name, and I said in a positive way, how, oh, you're the CEO, you're the person I got the email from. Um, and then I was going to say how I uh, how I remembered it, and it was my um, I was positive about it. I didn't feel annoyed. I didn't. I was not going to go down the road of saying things like way too many emails in my inbox. Nothing like that. A positive sentiment. And his answer was, "Oh no, that wasn't me." I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was. You have a not-that-common name. It's not Joe Smith. And your company name is easy to remember. Anyway, we didn't really have a debate about that. I just set that last part in my head. And he didn't either didn't want to admit, maybe he thought I was being negative, which I was not, or he didn't know or he didn't remember. You know, the marketing team got the email approved a few weeks earlier, and now they send it on a schedule, I know how that goes, and he forgot, or he didn't know. But it also meant that he was actually losing the opportunity to build on the email campaign. And here's the funny thing, that night, or the following morning, I get another email from the same guy. 
Now, I didn't see him again at the conference, so I didn't, I wasn't able to follow up and talk to him about it. And of course, nurture campaigns are not necessarily designed to drive people to do something physically. They're designed to get you to reply or to get you to click a call to action or something like that. So when people tell you that cross-channel promotion marketing pushes actually work, that is typically not true. People don't go from print to a virtual reality experience. People don't go from um, a video to print. Typically, doesn't work like that. So uh, from that perspective, it does kind of make sense that maybe it was intentional that they weren't trying to tie the two together. But when you know when people read my book and I see them and I didn't, I don't know every single person who've ever who's ever read my book. But if they have and they come up to me and say, "Well, I don't remember that, or I didn't write that, or I didn't mean it like that, or whatever," right? I talk to them about whatever it is that they want to talk about, whatever it is that. Uh, we have a shared interest in when somebody comes to me and they say they follow me on Twitter. Same thing. You know, I acknowledge that's my name. So the tip for executives here is that make sure I, I know why people want to use their name. It's not a bad strategy necessarily. Uh, you know, honestly, it doesn't always have to be the CEO or anybody in the C-suite. Uh, I am a big believer to have many people in the company be uh, a thought leader uh, but when somebody uses your name when the marketing team uses your name you have to know what's going out because you, it's your name it's it's the only thing you have so something to think about it is easy to forget even if you know i'll give you an example we i run nurture campaigns um quite frequently with my name and a lot of times I list a Calendly link. So for example, it says something like sign up for a 30 minute free consultation. They can click the link, which is also at the bottom of my website, authenticstorytelling.net. If you want to sign up for, um, if you want to sign up for a 30 minute meeting, you can certainly do that. Uh, but every once in a while I hop on a call and so what happens is on Calendly, they show up on your calendar, they get an email invite, I get an email invite, it's automatic, um, so I don't have to do anything. Um, sometimes when I have a couple busy days, so right now, you know, I'm recording this on June 3rd and I have no open appointments until June 17th, which is two weeks. Uh, and I understand that this podcast won't even run on all channels until after that, but... Um, there is a time delay. So let's say I send a nurture campaign today to to tell people that they can sign up for a meeting with me. They actually can't schedule one for two weeks. So in two weeks, I may have forgotten about the nurture campaign. And I have had that happen where I would go on a call and I would say, thanks for setting up the call and t remind me why, um, why we're talking again or how do we connect. And, you know, in theory, it can be awkward when they say, well, we just responded to one of your emails to, to or or not just to one of your emails, but to one of your email invites. So and the problem is if those emails are sent out of Marketo. So sometimes what I do, if I can't figure out who I'm talking to or why I go into my Outlook and I search for their name. But 
if they have never responded to me directly, it won't be in there anywhere because the here's how the system works, right? The, the, the campaign is being triggered, let's say, out of Marketo. Salesloft is another tool if you have a smaller list or if you're a salesperson. And it never comes out of your inbox, right? It comes out of that system. I think Salesloft might be out of your uh, out of your Gmail, so it's actually tied in there. I think that might be a different use case. But Marketo, which we use, uh, what happens is it comes out of Marketo, and it never is in my Outlook. So until they reply, which then comes to me, I can't search it. So if I don't think of sending it over to the the Marketo team, you know, I don't even, I can't even find it. So sometimes that happens. People come on a call and I say, well, I couldn't even find why we're talking. And then they have to tell me that I invited them. Fantastic. The nurture campaign worked. Now we're talking, fill me in quickly and let's talk through your problem, talk through your, um, your, um, your things you need to discuss. The other thing is, since the company I work for actually sells marketing services, it's actually a very good way to segment into marketing automation, right? Because how do we connect marketing automation? I didn't do a thing. They responded to an email that was automatically sent, and they're going to continue in the nurture campaign until they make, until they take an action that we deem a conversion. So for example, let's say I deem a reply a conversion or potentially an opt-out because they're saying I'm not interested in the service, they will not get another email in that nurture campaign. So something to think about, even if you don't remember, say, yep, that is me and that's, um, yep, I kind of forgot about it. We're running awesome marketing automation. And if you sell automation, easy transition. Because why do we do marketing automation? Not because we want to automate things necessarily, but because it makes it easier. So there you go. If you're an executive, you use your name and have your company use your name, good strategy. Just make sure you're aware what's being sent out. Christoph Trapp, AuthenticStorytelling.net. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Storytelling Podcast. Until next time. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.